What's going on, people? If Righty's House isn't enough for you this week, then check out the Who We Be Talks podcast with Harry Panero and Henry. This week, you could catch me on there sounding something like this. What's the one food you couldn't live without? Aki. <laughs> so I went to Jamaica, Yo! yeah, probably Aki in the morning. Aki in a proper fried dumpling, bro. If black people could erase racism on our own, it wouldn't be around. We'd get rid of it already. Oh. We can't do it without white people. Mm. You need the right allies. What am I happy for? Got a nice wife, my kids, everything's nice. Mum's happy, everybody's happy, but I'm sitting there and I'm not happy and I don't know what it was. And I think it stems back to everything that was happening. I couldn't function. I couldn't deal with the emotions of being content. So that's the Who We Be Talks podcast featuring me, available now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. He's a shit. He's a shit. House. <laughs> House. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Rise House on Ringer FC. Hope you're all safe and well. We're recording this ahead of the Champions League second leg, so Stadio Boys will cover those on Thursday's episode. Today, we're going to be talking a bit about shithousery, players winding up opponents, because, ladies and gents, it's a real thing. I did it, I'm not proud of myself, but it was done. We are also going to be talking about Sergio Aguero, and we're going to look ahead to Arsenal's second leg against Villarreal. And my guests today are the wonderful Mrs. Jeanette Quache and Ryan Hun, Ryan Andietta. Rilo, Ke- Rilo Ren and all the other names he's got. Hello. How are you guys? Good, thanks. How are you? Not good. Oh, Why? No. See, I love that. I, I love when like you say... I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? Oh, no. Not good. No. Not good. And, it's, and the thing is, is that people, people go, oh my God, what's happening? No. It's just that I'm, I, I had to play golf yesterday and I, 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 was, I, I, looked, I was looking forward to it. And um, it was in the cup club competition at my local club and I had my clothes ready. I was watching golf. I played, I played golf on the PS4, right? Yeah. Just to get my vibe. And I just, I started with like four bogeys and the lady I was playing with, Sally, she's so amazing and lovely. And you know, when somebody's just being really nice, even though you're trying your best to do better <laughs> and I literally couldn't do any better. Don't hit the table. Couldn't find it. <laughs> Couldn't audio, find it. Audio format, right? Just to be on the table. Stefan, <laughs> the load of people. There's, you know what? Playing football, when I played football, I never, this is why I suppose with the anger issues, I, I, I think I mentioned it when the lady told me about the anger. And I was so angry in those holes. And I, I had a couple of holes where I was fine. I was so angry. I could feel it. I could feel the volcano coming. Like and so rising. what was what was good about that though, Jeanette, is that I was able to suppress and not let the anger take over until now when I'm banging the desk. <laughs> Golf's a weird sport, man, because it's like, it it's one of those, you can have 17 and a half immaculate holes yeah. and then one bad shot and you're like, fuck this sport. You just messed up the whole thing. You know the shithousery that goes on with golf though, because the guy who I was playing with, 
he's, he's really good. Um, but like, he's really competitive. And I think that when I'm playing as well with him, because I've only played with him a couple of times, but he always wants to beat me. So he's always throwing in a little, oh yeah, so that, um, yeah, that's, yeah, you can't do this and that. And remember, you've got to thing in that. And he knows all the rules in that. Are you playing with Gareth from The Office? <laughs> exactly. It was, so what it was, Jeanette, it was, so while I'm still trying to deal with my inner anger and the stuff, he is somebody who I'm kind of jealous of, if I'm going to be totally honest. I'm jealous of him and the way he can play and play really same, but he says things that are in my head. Does it? Shithousery. Does it on purpose? Yes. Absolutely. That's cheeky though, Karma man. for your entire football career. You know something? <laughs> There's, because, see, I'm talking about shithousery and I used to do so much foolishness. The, the first time we ever met and we, we, we did that Stadio episode and you were talking about, we were talking about like the my, Michael Jordan level of like chatting shit. Oh my God. I love it. The key, the goalkeeper one that you told us, you told us a story about a goalkeeper when you're like, you better watch, like yeah, don't, don't, don't drop yeah, that. Because don't drop that. There's loads of people. There's yeah. loads of people watching. You that because like, were you bad? Like what kind of things I was did you so, say? But no, but and you know what I used to do, Jeanette? I used to challenge them even when you know you're going to get booked, but it was a time yeah. where you could challenge the goalkeeper. <laughs> so that then if there was another 50-50 or even a 60-40, he's got a little thought in his mind that he's going to probably try and kick me. And like, you know, and at the time, if I'm going to, I probably would. Um, but the thing is, is I used to say to the goalkeepers, I, I, our manager told us about you when, when, amongst the bodies. You drop that ball, the next thing you're going to hear is the crowd because I'm scoring. You make sure you, do, you drop anything. I'm scoring. And you know, when you're in the box as well, when you're doing the walking backwards in the, in the when, when it's the corner and you know where someone's foot is and you Just step on their quickly. foot. Quickly. <laughs> you step on their foot. I used to find out certain things Jeanette, find out certain things about certain man about what's happening from people. You just and then say it to them on the pitch. I Are you like, serious? This is deep. This is like boxing. Like this is deep. Went in. I thought you were just talking about like untying shoelaces. Oh, and stuff. you know, man. This is like some psychological war. You know, yeah. I guess you got to get into their head. You're trying to win the Premier League. You find out what men are doing when they go on their, their night out and all this sort of oh, stuff and you hear certain my things. Oh my God. You're putting wires yeah, up on people and stuff like that. Oh my God. Yeah. So then when you, you say it to them, because they, they're not expecting you to know what's going on, but you found out inadvertently through this one, that one, and you hear a rumor and then this and that. Even if it's a lie, like Michael <laughs> Jordan. I love the fact that Michael Jordan lied about what someone said about him just to wind him up. <laughs> just to get himself going. I love I mean, shit house. That's why I love James Ward-Prowse. I love him. <laughs> I love James, James Ward-Prowse because those kind of things though, Jeanette, you know, I know it's, it's not you. I can see, I know you, it's not you. And yeah, I, I even well. find with athletics, apart from someone like Carl Lewis, who I used to see, and there's something about Carl Lewis, as much as he was an amazing athlete and unbelievable, he, 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 he wound me up. Just yeah, seeing they, because of they, they how- They all did that. They all did that though. Seriously. That era. So like, if you're looking at Linford, Christie, Carl Lewis, Ben Johnson, all those boys, that some of the things I used to hear, it used to be always in the warm up. That's when they'd get into people's heads. Yeah. Like my coach, he used to run alongside um, Linford and those guys back in the day. He used to say like Linford used to be in such immaculate shape. Some of this this shit hazardry he would do, he'd take off his top in wow. the middle of a warm up area, and he was so oh my ripped. God. Wow. And that was all people needed. Like, and they were like, "Oh, flipping! <laughs> Look at I his like, six pack!" And then like that, that was it. It's a psychological thing, but in athletics, it happens a lot though. Like um, on a long jump runway. You have your marker on the on the left or right hand side. People will move it. People will move it. Yeah, people will move it. That's cheating. Well, I thought the athletics. I thought that was a code. Is that, is that cheating? Is that shit has? It's I not think cheating. That's, yeah, that's cheating because they're trying. <laughs> that's not right. You know, I'm trying to get into someone's head. I'm not going to try and do something like like that to them, man. That's horrible. That's you think cheating. So? Proper. No, I don't know if that's cheating. I don't know <gasps> if that's cheating. I think yeah. that's really They move bad. that along the way. Like there was all sorts of things that would happen. We'd be in cool rooms. The Jamaican girls would know how to get into your heads. Like they just had a way of doing it. The American girls would chat a lot of shit. Like, mm. but I think from a British perspective, the British athletes, we were quite calm, especially like my yeah, era. It's we our British upper, yeah. stiff upper lip and I think so. all that stuff. I think so. But yeah, but you say that I wouldn't be involved, but I reckon if I was in another sport, I definitely, I think I'd be on it. I think that there's something really... I think it's part of sport and people don't like it, but I think that's just, that's just how it is. You know? I think like, coming from Sunday morning, Ryan, I feel that because there was, there was nothing was off the table. And if you knew something, you could say anything. And I never, ever, um, I never, ever <laughs> stopped doing that. 
you know, I was, I always, whatever was, whatever you could find out, bam, I'd use it. I'd use it. Even on Sunday morning? Sunday morning was the best because like you could literally say anything and it was just like, just it was get, great. What, what was the Sunday morning was good say? because the thing with, with Sunday morning, Jeanette, is that you end up the 10 man brawl is always <laughs> happening because we used to have a goalkeeper, 10 MB, Johnny X. And he was obviously, Johnny he was, he, yeah, Johnny X. <laughs> and he was our goalkeeper. Obviously he was white. Not, not saying that, because no, no black guy really genuinely wants to go in goal, but our goalkeeper was white. <laughs> And the rest of the players were, the rest of the players were black, right? I'm not joking. On a weekly basis, Johnny X starts some form of fight. He's the one who would start the fight. And the thing I used to love about <laughs> Sunday morning football, I'm not even joking, was sometimes, man, you just pile in, bro. It was, just get involved. <laughs> it just happens. You don't even care what's happened. You don't know what's happened. Bam, but but you just top. pile in. That's it. You just get involved. It was, you know, it was, I'm not, you know, listen, hey. Uh, Ian Wright is not advocating violence on the football pitch for any for anybody to, to copy that and think that this is this it's terrible behavior. But I can't lie; it was unbelievable for me at the time. I loved it. I mean, who? We, someone put something in the group the other day which inspired this topic. What was it? It was the Fulham thing, right? It was. It was. I think. Right? Did you put it in? Or was it Cordova Reed? Yeah, Cordova Reed. <laughs> right. Keeper. I was watching. I was thinking. This oh yeah, is... Mendy's gloves. <laughs> Honestly, and I was thinking to myself because I was doing matches. I was watching that. We kept saying, and then they kept flashing, and I was thinking, why is it? You know, when you see his hand, it was awkward. What are you doing? What are you doing? And so when he saw it, and I thought, man's trying to undo the Velcro bit on his glove, and he kept. I thought to myself. That is what I loved. He's thought about that. <laughs> There's thought that's gone into that, Jeanette, because he's thinking, yeah, if I, if I undo his glove, then at some, he's going to have to try and do it. He's going to have to do it up quick and go again. So even when his arm was up here, I know this isn't good for people to see because you can't see his arm was up. When Mendy was trying to put his arms up like by his shoulder so could read, couldn't reach it. And he was still, he was going still trying. Where he's, I went to take oh, the glove gosh, off. I thought that no. was, that's good stuff. So when does it, when does it go too far? Though? When does it go too far? I tell you what, I, I remember saying about James Ward-Prowse when he was doing the penalty spot. And, you know, as, as much as, you know, it is um, it, it, it's shithousery and people do stuff like that, I think that when you are now digging up the spot for somebody to not be able to shoot properly, yeah. I feel... That's naughty. Yeah, I think yeah. mentally, you can say stuff, say certain things, because you're supposed to, as a professional, you're supposed to be able to take it in and say, right, okay, I'll deal with that. Whether I have to go and see him in the bar afterwards or not, it's a different story. <laughs> but the fact is, have to go get it should X. be mental. It shouldn't be physical where you're doing something physically like, okay. like roughing up the spot. And I think that as much as I quite liked it and love where his head is, James Ward-Prowse, I believe that that kind of goes too far when you're digging up the penalty spot okay. and stuff like that. It's That's cheap. not good. <laughs> it's like what Dennis Wise used to do, like when he had that massive bust up with, with Nicky. But Dennis Wise used to learn how to, you know, that, that just the bit of the back of your head, that bit, Around behind your ear, he would act like he's yeah. patting you, but he'd pull that bit of your ear and then you you jump oh. like that. And Dennis would be like, what? what? What's happened? What, what's wrong with you? That is, that is, that is class A, like, shithousery. When you were playing, like, who was the, which team would you turn up against? They'd be like, oh, well, Wimbledon, bro. Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't even know Wimbledon. why I asked. It had to be there, innit? You know what I used to, you know what Wimbledon used to do, which Masters. I thought was like masterclass as well, Jeanette, is, so they're coming to Arsenal um, and one of the things that annoyed me more than anything else, it's so petty from my point of view because obviously I'm at Arsenal and we've got the, we've got the maitre d' out front. The, you, know, the, 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 you know, he's out there welcoming people in, in his uniform and the Wimbledon players will come in and mess around with his hat and all that sort of stuff. And like they come in and all of them are dressed differently. One might have a tracksuit on, one's got a suit on. One, they, they just look, they didn't look right. <laughs> then they come in and the music the music was so loud from the time they got off the bus walking in with it and like then it's loud and then there's people in and around the corridor and stuff you know like you know so it's kind of like they're just getting into your head and then obviously the mob. you know Vinnie Jones is like, I remember one time with Tony Adams weren't playing and like Vinnie Jones I remember so they're doing all that stuff so we're wound up as it is you know what I mean? You see them come out for the warm up. One comes out and another one comes out. There's no real cohesion to what they're doing. And then I remember Vin Vinnie Jones is like saying things like, uh, they're nothing without Adams. We'll take this lot today. 
Right, we didn't hear nothing without Adams. <laughs> and the thing is, is that they had us from the time they got there to the, they beat us. They beat us that day. And it works. And that's what they've done to everybody. And Everyone. you have to admire it because they kind of bring you to a level where you are not focused on what you're meant to be focused on. You're focusing on stuff that shouldn't really matter. Incidentals and stuff. Stuff that you should yeah. be rising above. Let them do their stuff because they're trying to get... And it worked. And as a unit, when they came together... They did it very Imagine well. being labelled the crazy mm-hmm. gang and like, everybody knows it. Like, you're masters of shithousery. Mm. Like, you are the legends in that textbook stuff. I don't know... It's, I think it's a good tag to have in football because you're, you're notorious then, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, but the thing like about you it say, is you, you don't want to go too far. Everybody knows. You don't want to go too far, mm-hmm. Jeanette, in some of the times because if you go too far, then it kind of, it, it kind of has an adverse effect because then you feel mm-hmm. like, oh God. Because some of the times I said things that were so close and you think, oh God, maybe that went too far. But the thing is, <laughs> is that you go into the bar, you, you have a drink with somebody. You buy them a drink. It's, it's fine. I used to, I, I had the, the, the Sunday morning mentality of, yeah, it happens on the pitch, but when we come in, we'll have a drink. Bams. Some of the times, like I say, people were fighting. You'd have a fight, you sort it out. People, I've, I've seen massive fight, fights on the pitch. Everybody's drinking in the bar. Talking about, yeah, I know, I was out of order. It was, it was <laughs> what I loved about that kind of football, is that that happened, but then let's have a drink in the bar. Bam, finished. So were they your favourite, like, shithouse team? I think so, easily. Easily. On the pitch. They, they knew exactly what they were doing. Sometimes yeah. you catch them, you could give them a good idea, but in the main, you had to earn that right to beat them. They never turned up because the thing with a team like Wimbledon, they couldn't afford to turn up and not have the, the fighting spirit because that's what one of their main strengths were. Yes, they had technical players and stuff like that, but if they didn't have that and they didn't have the spirit to try and stop you playing, you just play around them and then you, 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 you'd hammer them, but it wasn't very often that happened. I was trying to think, like, imagine if you could play peak crazy gang against, like, early, was it, like, 2010 to 2014 Atleti? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It would. That would... Chaos. Oh my there'd be God, no, no one left. There'd just be like heads rolling around the pitch. Because that, that, because that Atleti side, I think it was probably my favorite shithousery side because you had players like Peak Diego Godin, Peak Diego Costa is Diego Costa, great. like Raul Garcia before mm. he went to Athletic, who was just like I think he's probably one of the people I would least want to play against. Actually, Gabby as well, who's like Gabby was yes. the calm one. You know, a team mm-hmm. is full of shithouses when Gabby yeah. is like. The mediator. He's like Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to sort it all out. (laughs) Can I say with Diego Costa, for the time that he was in the Premier League, it was the most exciting time to watch a number nine. He's just because there's none like him. And I saw saw a gif with him backing into a player. (laughs) Then he does something. He kind of elbows him. Then the fella punches him in the back. And then he does something. Then the guy hits him in the face. And he's just like, (laughs) it's like the camera catches it when we're not meant to see it. And he, his face, and it was so funny. It was so funny. And they put, someone put music to it, like, ah, oh, slap, all that stuff. They put that to it. It was so good. But it's just the way that you could see the defenders um, in the current, current defenders uh, with the time he was here were just not used to that kind of number nine with the way he played, the fact that he was so good and he just didn't give mm-hmm. a, he didn't give a damn. I had a really strange relationship with Diego Costa. Like I've gone the full arc. Like I used to hate him. (laughs) I used to find him entertaining at uh, Atleti. But then when he went to Chelsea, obviously I was just like, fuck this guy. (laughs) The amount of times that he just bullied Arsenal. And I was just like, no, don't like this. And then I kind of... See, that's what I I remember him for. But then I kind of just like, I actually really started to warm with him after, warm to him after that. And I was, and I was like, actually, he strikes me as one of those people who's amazing off the pitch with like young players. Yes. And actually is really, like, I think it was something like when, when Kieran Trippier went to Atleti, Diego Costa just had his back from day one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah he strikes that. me as yeah. the kind of guy who's like that, who's just, and also just playing against him. He's one of those strikers yeah. that just no one wants to play against. I don't think don't anyone, I don't think anyone no. actually wants uh-uh. to play against Diego Costa. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Obviously, you guys know I, I, I cover a lot of boxing and that the theatre of mm. it was what I love. Like, I love watching boxers in fight week and they're just chatting the absolute <laughs> shit. Like, it's just like there are certain boxers, like, for example, Derek Chisora, like for me, some of the things he says are just so out of line, like just way too much. Like Tyson Fury used to be like yeah. that, you know, more so. Do you know what I mean? And that, But it's eight years to sell more pay-per-view or do whatever but other times there are actual boxers that cannot stand each other but once they've done 12 rounds in the ring with each other or knocks one each other, knock someone out there's that you can see the gentleman come out in them they'll come over they'll pick you up they'll you know say well done to the corner commiserations or whatever it may be but when it comes down to football and I like I see some of the stuff that happens I'm like ah it's just not fair and that's just maybe my <laughs> personality you're laughing at me it's just it's not like, fair that's not that's that's not fair mm. that's not nice like why would you do that you know were you the victim of any shit I was reaching it in your athletics career was that not really you know I don't feel like I I don't feel like I attract it if that makes sense like I feel like I'm a bit about it so I think you sense out who you can get away with stuff with I think that that's a big thing that's what my mum used to say a ghost will know exactly to frighten that's an amazing saying. You like that? Yeah. But it used to be, she said it in, obviously in Patois. So I, I just said it, I said it for people to understand. The ghosts will know exactly who to frighten. It's true. I think you're right. I think if you, you, you attract it, especially like we speak, we speak about, you know, the team sport versus the individual sport. There are certain teams, you know, who you can get away with that, doing that with. There are certain individual athletes and boxers and whoever, whatever sport it is, you just know that, that person might actually be rattled mm -hmm. by your behaviour. But then I see, you know where I see it more? Where? A lot of the time at World Cups. Like if you're going into a World Cup, like England will always know, oh my God, we're going to go up against this team. They've got nothing to lose and they will just, just, just move very crazy Iceland, and move very mad. Iceland. That kind of vibe you're talking? <laughs> yeah. You, they just know, like if we get into their heads, we may have a chance. So why not just go for it? But I, I prefer like, I don't know. There's, I think it extends to fans though sometimes as well. Like there's something like... Yeah, but fans, there's no line though, right? That's the thing with fans. But the funniest, like for example, the funniest things is where you go to away games and it's, and you get the old boys who have been going to away games for years who don't fight. They just love traveling around the country. Mm -hmm. And there was one time, and it's not even that funny in isolation, but you know when something in a moment like destroys you and you can't <laughs> stop laughing. I remember going to Arsenal Man City at the Etihad and Aguero had a shot that just flew mm. miles over the bar. And this mm. old boy about four rows in front of me just went, you should have had a shot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone. What? I was gone. Why? I don't, I don't oh. know. I don't Is know why. It was. Just like, I think it was just like, it was just so out of nowhere. It was like just this lowered <laughs> voice, like this old boy, you should have had a shot, mate. And that was, just little like, that was this little shit housery bit. And I was just like, oh, you've got him, Derek. You've got him. <laughs> You've got him, Derek. You're in his head. You're in his head. I'm just thinking, with Aguero, obviously, you know, he's going. I can't like, believe that. And people are just speculating yeah. where he's going. Do, do you not think that he should have just done one more season at City? Yep. Like, because there's been no fans. He's like a legend there. Do, do, you, do you not want to be that guy that goes out on a high? This is such, feels such a weird way to kind of leave. I think that decision's come from Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola doesn't want him there no more because like, especially when I looked the, um, and heard his interview and what was it he was saying? What a goal, what a, what an action, what a player, what a man. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm incredibly delighted he's back. None of that makes sense to me when the fact that we know that we now know that he's leaving, it doesn't make sense. He doesn't give me the mm. impression, Aguero, and especially, you don't see him do many interviews and that interview, what he'd done, he said, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to play. He was so sharp against Crystal Palace that what I thought to myself was how a player of that calibre, as good as he is, is not starting uh, against Paris Saint-Germain when you saw the chances that they created where they didn't have a number nine. Yeah. And you saw the way he took his goal against Palace. You're thinking, you need a half chance taker. 
You need a half chance taker. If you, we're talking about going into the next phase for Pep, where for him to go into that place where we where he should be, where he's gone with Barcelona, but he needs to do it with another team. Uh, didn't mm-hmm. quite happen with Bayern. It looks like it could happen with Manchester City if they can beat Paris Saint-Germain and go on. But the fact is, you're going into that situation without arguably one of the greatest strikers ever. I know he's not done mm. unbelievably for Argentina. We might get on to that, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that he's leaving. He's not used him in that game. It doesn't make sense that him saying that what a man will go, and he's not, he's not in his team. Can I throw something out there that's going to just go? Yeah. He should go, go to on. Chelsea. Wow. Wow. I don't know where it came from. It just came. <laughs> it literally just came. As we're speaking, Jeanette. I need, it you, literally to, just I need came. you to break it down because for me. Can I, can Why? I tell you a little, bit of a, because, little bit of a content warning before that, please. No, no content <laughs> warning. When you look at, um, you can look at Cavani with the pace and the guys behind him. You look at Luis Suarez at Atleti. Mm. The pace and everybody, everything what they've got around him. Can you imagine? Aguero at, up top for Chelsea with Mason Mount, Kai Havertz, um, all those guys like Ch- Hudson Odoi, you know, Pulisic, Pulisic around yeah. him. That's 25 goals. That's 25 goals. Yeah. Me, if I'm Chelsea, if I could get him for free, I'm going. And you know something? <laughs> I feel like, and you know what? You have to, I, I love, I, I, you know, I've, I've fabricated this all in my head that he's vexed with Pep. He's vexed with Pep and it's the kind of thing where he'll say, yes, I'm going to go to Chelsea. Let me go. I'm going to go to Chelsea. What's gone wrong then? I don't understand. Like, he... I, that's what I'm feeling. Why? That's the energy I feel. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't know. I think, I think he might go back to Spain. So you don't, you don't think, you don't think Pico Aguero has gone. You think that there's still more there, right? You don't... With somebody like Aguero, who will take half a chance. Whatever you're thinking about is... His, um, his injuries. The fact is, you give him, give him another year. You give him another year, get this out of the way, because with him in the team, I fancy them more. Give him a year where he can say goodbye to the fans, at least, once you've already got the Champions League. Then if that's the case and you're going to bring someone in or you've got somebody, then bring them in, but do it properly, man. We're talking about a guy that, when they mention his statue to him, he says, I'm not, I'm not interested in that while I'm here. I'm, you know, it's, you know, These are the things that he should be saying, yeah, well, this is beautiful. He's angry. I could see it. He's vexed. vexed. Yeah, he's not. He's got unfinished business, man. He's vexed. And, you know, we're talking about someone, Ryan, that, you know, even if he is injury prone, the the sharpness that I saw from him the other day is exactly what they need. So his contract's up, right? So he's available on a free Mm, at the end of the season. Free, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Barca went for him because they can't spend Mm. money. They really need a number Mm. nine. Their only out and out number nine is Martin Brathwaite. Yeah. And him and Leo Messi are tight. Yeah, they're, they're super tight. Like, and I think that if, if Barca, I mean, he's only 32. So I think you get probably, what, two or three years out of him, maybe for Easy. him. So I think going back to Spanish speaking. Spanish, I was about to say Spanish country, speaking country. Will probably make a lot of sense. And I think that there'd be loads of, play, loads of places in Spain, like Sevilla, for example. I think actually Sevilla would be a really great fit. Yeah. I think. Really? Yeah. So you don't think there's another Premier League team then, guys, that he could go to? Right, are you saying Chelsea? For freezing it, anyone. Money might play a factor as well because, but I think the thing is he'll probably mm. be able to get enough of a fee, well, enough in terms of wages if he goes to someone like Barca without, and Chelsea. A, without a fee. Chelsea will obviously be able to pay him, but like Chelsea are going to have to move people on then because they've got, they'll have what, like <laughs> Tammy... Olivier Giroud. I think, t- I, think I get the impression that Tammy's going. I, f- I get the impression Tammy's, Tammy's going, going Jeanette, yeah. Yeah. It It'd be funny if he rocked even... up at sea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't yeah, think that's going to happen for Tammy, unfortunately. Or what? But I feel that... Um, that's a shame. I'm here in Villa. Do you know, where, do you know where Tammy yeah. should go? Mm. Dortmund. You think? I think you should leave the country. I think, you think so? I think Tammy would do pretty well in Germany, actually. How old is he? He's a baby as well, isn't he? He's like 20, 21. 22, 21. 22, 23. Yeah, 22, that kind of age. Okay. If you've, got the, if you've got the pace, if you've got the legs and you've got the energy around him and you say, listen, you know what I mean? You've, with your injury record, I don't want you out here and out here. Just stay in and around. The young guys get the ball in mm. there. That, that's that's, that's a, goals, yeah, That's man. actually why I think Barca's a pretty good shout because they've got, you know, Ansu Fati to come back in. Ricky Pooge is in and out of the squad, mm, but like he's Ricky decent. Pooge. They've got Pedri, who's amazing. 
You got Carlos Alenia to come back from Getafe on loan. He's going to come back like he's going to come back like nomad or hardened from being at Getafe for a year. <laughs> Just like there now, there is it. We should have we, we, we talked about Shitalzeri. We didn't even mention Getafe. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Aguero at Barca is actually a pretty is it, a nice fit. That could happen. That could happen. And it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't help their kind of aging front line, which is one no. of the things why Suarez moved on. Yeah, see, that doesn't make sense. Then you're going to get rid of Suarez, but then you're going to bring in Aguero. Suarez has got a couple of years on Aguero, though, hasn't he? And I think also the I, thing with Suarez was that it was one of those where it was it was the right thing to do for for Barca to sell him. It was definitely the wrong thing to do to sell him to a direct rival or let him go to a direct rival. <laughs> Maybe do you think they underestimated what he's got left? No, I think they mm-hmm. I think they assumed he was going to go to Italy because he was going to because he took oh. his uh, Italian citizenship test, didn't he? And then failed it. He's that's shithousery. He done that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he, to be honest, Suarez as well shithousery. He's number 1. I don't care what anyone I says, loved man. Him, man. No. He's another one. Yeah. I another can't. yeah, another beautiful <laughs> Shit house, a beautiful shit house. He's a beautiful shit. It's like there was in the Commodores. He's a shit shit house. Was it? Was it brick house? What yeah. is? He's a shit house. house. He's a shit house. So Aguero, all right. So I'm I'm saying Barca. You're saying Chelsea, right? Jeanette. Yeah, I'm saying I I love it at Chelsea. I'd love to see that. I think I think he's got options. I don't I don't know. Put a team on him. I think he's got. You have to put a team on him. I think that Jeanette. Could you see him doing something at Chelsea? Arsenal. I'm not mentioning Arsenal. No, I'm not mentioning Arsenal because no. I, I'm not even mentioning Arsenal. Yeah, I think uh, I did want to say Arsenal, <laughs> but we, we'd feel we'd feel so pained like if he did dismiss us. But I feel like I'm leaning more towards um, Ryan's argument with, with with Barcelona only because of the fact that he's tired, man. He wants to move from Manchester, go to a Spanish-speaking country, and just flourish again. I think that's important. And also, right, he's a, he's he's a city legend, you know, Don't like. Yeah, he's been there. And to go to Chelsea is a bit... Mm. Okay, then can I throw something else in? Because cause now I've been thinking and I was talking about legs and Saka, Emil Smith-Rowe, maybe Erdogan. He's talked like, himself into he, it. He's talked himself into it. He actually just <laughs> took 30 seconds to convince well, yourself that yeah. Aguero no, can go to Arsenal. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, I, as much as he would not even... If, Someone would, it would be, what would make me really sad is that, that someone would mention it to him and the youngsters and try and sell him us. And he'd be and like, meow, meow. We haven't had that for a while. <laughs> I reckon David Louise would be able to convince him. David Louise would be able to convince anyone, I think. I get, the imp- I get the impression that if you sit down with David Louise, sit down with David Louise, David Louise could probably sell you that. Yeah. Isn't it quite sad though, in the last year, David Silva and Sergio Aguero will both leave Man City without saying goodbye. Any kind of love. Yeah, mm, yeah. And that's what's hard. That's easily what I was like the, two, easily the two best players. Them talking about David Silva, the best player that's ever played for them. Aguero, the, the, the most goals in their history. And both of them have left mm. Man City without the fans seeing them kind of go properly. There's something uh, quite sad. They're going to have to do something sad. about rectifying that at some stage, getting them back to play a game, a testimonial game. I don't know. But like the service that they've given, like I said, I'm saying this with Aguero still being there, and I still am baffled. Um, the service that they've given, um, they deserve some form of um, some some form of sending off because for, for Aguero to to not be given a new deal to, for another year at least, with the service he's given Manchester City mm. in a season where they may win the Champions League and then next season, it's it just seems like. Something is right. not right. Yeah, or, or yeah. Don't feel, it's not the right thing to do. Or the the other thing I yeah. think is maybe they know that someone's on the way, and that's why. Yeah, that's the only thing. I, I that's so. the only thing I can think of. It's just a shame when players leave without. Yeah, yeah when, when last day, last last day of the season, hero. What twenty twelve? Yeah, mm. like you would never. That is a huge Drink moment. Drink it in. <laughs> <laughs> Aguero. So Arsenal got a, a massively precious yes. away goal. Away yes. goal that they really didn't deserve, by the oh way. Oh my god! <laughs> nah, that was such a frustrating game, guys. Watch it. It's so fr- you know what I was. I was so vexed. I again, it's one of those I got so vexed at, at the two 0 that I was. It's I, golf. Don't do that to me, man. 
the change that he made and bringing on Cockerland and taking the striker off made me say, okay, that's one of the reasons as well why you moved on. You know, you didn't go and push forward and, and try to finish an Arsenal side that were there for the taking. And so now- of his whole career. Absolutely. Though, I think he's done that everywhere he's been. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just say, did you see how he celebrated the goals? Do you not feel like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like he Unai. really, yeah. No, you've got to really... leave him, man, because- no, they hurt him deep, bro. They cut, yeah. him, they cut Unai deep. Come on, man. And he was a nice guy. Like, he's a nice dude. Like, I Celebrated I, them hard, though, guys. Yeah, like, but I'm, I'm all about that. I've seen righty celebrating goals against Palace. Yeah, man. <laughs> Palace, are, Palace are being harsh on me, bro. Sending me stuff, man. Look at you two. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Can I just say, with, with Mikel and the false nine, when we've got players on the bench, looking again, looking how sharp Aubameyang looked. Um, and then li- reading people saying about, why is he copying Pep with a false nine? We can't do it. Why we can't do it? Losing their minds. You know what I mean? <laughs> then when it was 2-0, I was like, you know when you're watching a game and you feel, you feel like you, you could just like, a tear could just come down your face. I'm thinking, if if he if they carry on like this, they're beating us 3 and 4-0. I'd probably just wouldn't even notice that tears are coming down my face. Yeah. I felt that's, like that for a bit. I felt like it was going to go though, re- the wrong way. You do, mm. you do switch off. You yeah. switch off after a little while. I think Mikel Arteta always got a buy from me this season because of the circumstances. Like I can't mm. think of a manager who's taken over at Arsenal ever who's had to deal with, or even maybe a Premier League manager, to be honest, who's had to deal with, since he took over, the amount of different crises that he has have, had, had to, to do, yeah. deal with. I hear that. Especially being a rookie manager. Mm. Can you remember a manager coming into a club with so much goodwill, maybe about Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, it's true. Yeah. People are really trying to not question Mikel Arteta. Like, yeah. But you're going to have to at some point. Won the cup. Yeah, you do. Like yeah. I think but you do. There's a, romance, think so. there's a romance attached to that though, Ryan. You can't yeah, that, definitely. not yeah, being definitely. able to question somebody like that because of who or what he means to the club. That's silly. Because you look, you're looking for results. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think the the amount of goodwill that was there, and that people mm. really want to still be there, but they're kind of like, why won't you make a sub? Like the Danny yes. Sabayas thing was the oh, prime example. On. That, yeah, was, that was like, like as that as was... good a as good a coach as Mikel yeah. is. That's like that yeah. was really poor management. God, that was yeah. Just it, that's that's it. That is what it is. It was. Poor I saw management. a stat. I saw a stat about red cards actually, and it's Arsenal. They've been shown ten red cards in mm. all competitions under Arteta, twice as many as any other side in the league since he took over in December. Bring so back the early days, man. What are we saying? Are, yes. are, we, are, we, are we bad gang now? Like, we've got no discipline now. Is that, what, is that what's happening? I, I can't get over the fact that, <laughs> yes, you want people like, you want Pepe to be playing and you want him to be firing um, on that right-hand side, him and Saka, and, and Saka because you, Saka, yes, obviously a bit more consistent um, with his output than maybe Pepe, but Pepe seems like when he gets going, he's, he, then he kind of, he's back on a bench or something like that. But, Ideally, for me, you play Cedric Suarez at left back. You put Xhaka back in that midfield because he can keep that ball and keep it safe and give that pass that we need. It comes down to players playing well, really. Mm-hmm. Because if Pepe's playing well, you know what I mean? Then you say to yourself, well, we could probably put Saka there. And then we can, when you know Saka goes forward and Xhaka does what he does and comes in and fills in that left side, and he's not the one who's there who's, who's vulnerable when they're attacking us um, when, we're pl- when he's playing at left back. It does not make me comfortable seeing Xhaka at, um, at left back. And you could see with, um, I think with one of the goals, the first goal, how easily they went, they went by him. It's not his thing. That's not where he should be. You know, Cedric Suarez was bought and signed for four years to play either right or left. Play him, man. Play Xhaka where he should play. And then it's out of Saka and Pepe to be on that side. And that's all, that's, we go with the strongest. For me, Ceballos doesn't, he doesn't make my team. I would rather it. have Mohamed Elneny in there. I know he scored the other day, but he's got a drive and a determination about him that is quite, you cannot dislike his output for what he's trying to do with mm. the team. <sighs> what are we saying then, guys? I don't know. Thursday, we've got the, we've got the away goal. So I don't know. I th- what do you think, Ryan? You think we're going to go... Th- Make this happen. I think it's going to be one nil to Arsenal, and then 
Francis Coquelin's going to score an equaliser in the ninth. No, don't minute. say oh, that. Oh, for Christ's sake! Why would you say you, that? What is Let's wrong with you? Throw that into the universe. Come with that foolishness. That's, that's shit, Alsuri. That's shit, Alsuri. That's shit, Alsuri, man. You're saying that's just to be nasty. You see what I was talking about about shit, Alsuri? He's in my head now. Now I'm thinking about that. I'll think about that for the rest of the day. How many times have we seen this movie? Oh my god! Yeah, we've seen the movie, but the fact is, we can avoid this. Seriously, I think we can. This is going to go one of two ways because this is what always are one like Arsenal second legs always do it'll either be obscenely and unnervingly calm and it'll be like two or three nil not me for me can i tell you what i think i think or that be, unai's will be out unai's cockerland such substitution when they were when they were flying when they were doing their stuff that has to come back to bite him because it's done it's done it with us before it's done it with him before in his career and i think he's done it again it's something that he's always done and it's cost him and I think that that was our, that was our way back in. We bought back into the game. We weren't meant to be in the game. They should have finished us and they didn't. And that's why I think we're going to beat them because Aubameyang looked sharp the other day. You know what I mean? And I feel that, you know, with the players, Emil Smith-Rowe, Saka, Uda, Pepe, I just feel like they can do it. they've got to recognise this is it. This is it. And I Don't think that that's a sign football. for me, Jeanette. That's a, yeah. That was a sign. That's a sign. This is it, though. It's that mentality, isn't it? When you can see that this is this is a this is crunch. You have to make this work. Crunch. If Jesus. it doesn't happen, I'm going to be really sad for a long time. <laughs> you just let them know. So yeah, so I'm just putting that out there right now. <laughs> what a threat! If you don't win, I'm going to be really. Oh in fact, God. that'll be the headline. If you don't win, I'm going to be really sad for a very for a long time. Long time. <laughs> I'm going to be very sad if you don't all win. For a, no. For a long time. time. For a long time. It's like the little, like... <laughs> like it is a definite lip, lip quiver yeah. across. Yeah. Um, My daughter started doing that. I actually think because Oba's back now after the malaria stuff, which was horrible, yeah. by the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and that is great. And awful, shows awful. you that obviously we just don't know what's going on a lot of the time behind the scenes. Yeah. Like he played those two games and people were like, he had malaria. Him and he had fucking malaria. Yeah, malaria. <laughs> Have you ever played with malaria? Yeah, exactly. No. That, there you go. That is a, that, if anyone ever, if I was, if I was Aubameyang and anyone ever came for me on Twitter, I'd just quote tweet everything and be like, when have you played with malaria? When have you played with malaria? <laughs> yeah. Played with malaria. I remember I got getting a message. I got a message from him. It said, Ian, I'm in the hospital, just letting you know everything's fine. Da, 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 da. And then I got, then afterwards the picture came out with him in the hospital. And I thought to myself, and I thought to myself, I'm not going to say anything. Um, I'm, I'm not even sure if, why, why he told me that because he didn't have to. So when I got that message, I said, oh my God, I just, you know, you sent back, listen, I hope you're well, get yourself back, take yourself there. But then I instantly thought, that fucking guy was playing with malaria. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and then you he had to bad. post that, you know, Jeanette, he, he, had, yeah, to, he had to, yeah, he had to post that for really, people yeah. to see because people yeah. were saying, you know what I can't take? I can't take from someone like Aubameyang when they say things like, um, you know, I mean, he's doing it, Ozil, man. He's signed what we've given a contract to him like that for. This is the guy to give that contract to if we're going to give it to anyone. Because mm. if you get the service to him, he's going to score. The club means the world to him, mm. right? And we're seeing now with everything what's happened, his mom, he's in, you know, the, 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 the malaria, everything what's happened, the pressure he's under to have to play for Gabon. That's, his, you know what I mean? The, everything what he's going through, is people don't put all these things into the mix. They're just thinking about, why isn't he playing well? Especially when we weren't creating anything. Mm. You know, come so he on. Let, he has to put it out there. No, you're right. I hear that. He has to put it out there. You, you have to humanise it a little bit to make you see that he's a, he's a normal I, guy just trying. Yeah, but I think Especially that we're this in a season as well. Yes, it's exactly. Like, right. yeah, what players like are going crazy. through in this time, yeah. I don't know if I could do it. I've said this a million times. we said it. I feel like I'm like trying out the same old line every week mm. on Stadio, but it's like, we're, put, we're asking professional footballers and athletes in general mm. across every sport. We're pushing them into mental and physical conditions that they've never been in before. The stress of getting tested every couple of days yeah. or like traveling somewhere where mm. your fitness is your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's fucking nice. It's a lot. Not giving, it's like, a lot. not giving them props. Man. Like just just let, give them, like, cut them some slack, cut them please. Some slack. Can I just quickly, because I was listening to Stadio quick now. I know it's a little bit of a... <laughs> But um, I thought you did the robot. Yeah, uh, Conte into Milan. I heard you, Moose. He, and he has to get some love, Conte, for what he's done. Going to Inter Milan, winning the league. I remember, like I told you, when I was speaking to 
to Lukaku before he was going to Juventus or Inter Milan, and mm. I was, and I was, I, it was so nice to be in that conversation. That's it. And I was saying to him, "Yeah, Conte loves you," and he said, "Yeah, Conte always wanted me, wanted me to Chelsea, this and that." And then for them to go there with Lukaku, with everything that he's been through here I'm at Man so United, happy for Lukaku, massive man. amount of disrespect what he got yeah. for Conte to go there. You know what I mean? With Juventus, with the all conquering um, Ronaldo and everything like that, and do it. You know, bringing in players, Ashley Young, bringing in Christopher, bringing in Matt, the man. Victor then, Moses on loan. Victor Moses and then, man, getting it done. And getting it done. That's what he is, man. He's the couch whisperer. He's a couch man. He, he's somebody, again, that, you know, you look at someone like him and back in the day to, to attract that manager because you look at him on the line, that man ain't joking, man. Antonio Conte is not joking. When he's doing his stuff, you feel like you're, you're 100% in with what he's doing. Mm. I love the way he dealt with like Mourinho when Mourinho was trying his foolishness with him. Man just bo- boyed him off, Jeanette. Boyed him off. You know, just kind of like dismissed. Yeah, man, dismissed he it. And that. it. He's got to get flowers for what they swatted, bro. No, boxed <laughs> him. No, he boxed him. He gave, he gave him a box. Oh. He boxed him. And I just, like I say, I just want to give Conte some love for what they're doing at Inter Milan. Long may it continue. I want, is, is Lukaku going to leave, Ryan? No, he, he should stay. He's having a great time, no? Yeah, but I'm seeing people linking time. him with... They're linking him with... He got linked... Did he get linked with Chelsea the other day again? No, no he's not... Come, don't let him come back. No, don't Why let him come. You? Stay where Stay where you are. It's true. And plus he's, he's heard having that, a great time. And plus he's he, heard he, he Aguero's happier. going Chelsea anyway, so... <sighs> <laughs> After he's been to Barcelona. <laughs> but do you not see him like straight in the, straight in the car around Milan? Yeah. I love that. Time. How good is I that? I love it. Love it. People have to understand Romelu Lukaku is one of the good guys. Mm. You know, if you had to say, yeah, but I don't like it. He is one of the good guys. Pogba the same. Those kind of, they're good guys. Jesse Lingard. Good dudes. You know good what guys. I mean? Jack Grealish. You know, the, guys. these guys, when you see that they're good guys. So when you see it happen for him like that, because I was so worried for Lukaku with the way that he was, that the press were towards him, the way United fans were towards him, going to Italy. And how it can be in Italy. We know how it can be. Mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to Milan with Conte. Having to do it, guys. This mm. is the thing. When you're going there, Lukaku's going there under the pressure of having to do what they've now done. He's done it, right? And he's led that team. Like He's been unbelievable for that team and the way he's brought players through and the way he helps the players and everything like that. And he's taken on so much and he's done it. He's done it brilliantly. They deserve it. And this is why he should be out of his car. That's a Why one-off. Not? That will never happen. Because you know when, when players talk about being in Italy, you literally cannot walk out your door and there's fans in your face. So to be able to be in your car, waving a flag. Having a great time. Dry, having a great time must be one of those moments where I hope, I hope it was filmed from somewhere so you could see it what, him in the what car. Day, what day did they win it? What day did they win the league, right? It was Sunday because... Um, the same day that Atalanta, Atalanta drew away at Sassuolo, which meant that no one could catch them. Oh no! Shout out Lukaku. Absolutely. Can I just say quickly um, with what was I going to say with the with the with United? I still feel the power. Um, I have to mention the power that the fans now realise that they have to be able to stop a game of that magnitude. I know, man. And there's something that makes me smile about. It. I'm quite. That makes me feel quite happy that the monies and the. Pa- Fans yeah, in England on. at the moment. It's like when Tom Holland Spider Man first realizes what he can do with the new suit. Because just just like, they're all these like young kids there as well. Yes. Like, Holy yeah. shit! Holy shit! I just got Man United Liverpool called off. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even done my A levels. <laughs> this is amazing. And shout out to uh, Wrighty's House, Carl Anker was Carl in Anker. the thick oh, of it, mate. man. Oh my god! Carl was on the fr- he was on the floor, on the, on front, the ground, front, front line, man, front line. He was the like the you know that report in the Godzilla. I was watching the Godzilla with my daughters <laughs> the other day, the first one, like ninety eight, and like when she ended up saying like, "Okay, I've got to do the broadcast." That's Carl Anker. Yeah, he's, Carl the, he's that involved. he's that he's that journalist doing but that broadcast. A- but United fans, yeah. with what you've been through since two thousand and five to now, and yeah. people doing that fucking smoke and mirrors bollocks about how much money they've spent. I was saying it to somebody the other day and that reference came to me about, it's just like David Blaine, you know, saying he's levitating, but if you look properly, he's just standing on one foot and the other one's up in the air. You know what I mean? That's what they're doing with the, oh, we've spent a billion quid. No, that's you probably spent more in interest payments. But the fact is, I am so pleased that the fans used that power and made that game 
not happen. Mm. That is saying something. I'm not saying, oh, everybody riot and do stuff because you don't want that. Police were hurt. You don't want that. But you the don't fact want to is, get that to go too far. Make your yeah. voices heard, fans. Yeah. Make your voices heard. Those guys are not taking over football. We've got to get that back. And it's up to the fans to do it because no one else, no one else will. Mm. Rascal, bro. <laughs> Where did that come from? I haven't spoken about it. That's the problem. Where the bomber hole did that come from? I just, I don't know, but whilst you were saying it, I had the Champions League song going through my head. I was listening the other day, you was doing the Europa League song, doing the Europa League song. I hate, I hate, I hate it, it, but it's I such look, an earworm. It's such, it an, I, such I, an earworm. I, swear. I will get up in the morning, go and make coffee, and I'll just be like, no, 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 no. Honestly, I swear to... But guys, thanks for coming. Listen, I've got to go. All right. I'm going to go and practice. I'm going to go and you know what I'm going to do? Your breathing techniques on the golf course. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it's the golf. More I'm, golf. And I'm going to thank, I'm going to, I'm going to do my thing and thank the higher force for just giving me that, that Zen moment where I really wanted to, with the Arsenal, I wanted to be vexed. With the golf, I wanted to be vexed, but it's taken me somewhere else. I'm somewhere else. And I feel good about that. We're glad It's taken me a good. long time to get here. Yes. Thanks, guys. Aww. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank I just thought I'd share no, that with fine. you. Thank you very much. Because, no more like, shit you know, has to be, though, yeah. No, no more shit has to be. He's a shit. He's a shit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. I love you. Bye. <laughs> so, thanks very much, Jeanette Quashe. Thanks very much, Ryan Hahn. I hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay healthy, stay safe. And I'll speak to you soon. I'll speak to you then. God bless. <laughs>